0: Welcome to another episode of Ask the Zamboni Experts. I'm your host, Marty Elliott. Along with me today is Chris Fish, our Account Manager for Industrial Machine Inc. out of Alberta, Canada. Welcome, Chris. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Marty? Fantastic, my friend. Thanks for joining me. Well, listen, folks, hey, not a problem. Folks, we're going to uh, uh, have a topic today talking about training and the importance of training um, for our customer base uh, and in the industry as a whole. Um, with their existing operators, new operators, long tenure operators, and what that looks like, and what we offer, both uh, from uh, Zamboni Company Limited and also from our distributor dealer out in Alberta uh, with Chris Fish. Uh, and Chris, I believe you refer to it as uh, on-site boot camp, Zamboni boot camp. Is that correct? That is correct. We uh, rebranded it to be the Zamboni Operators Boot Camp. I love it. I love that and you've had some success so far with it I understand we have actually you know we've been
1: uh, the municipal dealer for Alberta for what over 50 years now and with that you know there's been probably within the last 25 plus years there's been some real decent training that's been happening but um, not a lot of people taking advantage of it
0: right right so and what do you think the biggest uh, the biggest impact of uh, the uh, uh, Zamboni training bootcamp uh, has had in in your marketplace? Well, right now, I think just
1: for the simple fact that uh, by relabeling it to a bootcamp, offering it as a two day course with a certificate has been something that uh, gives more value to the employee Mm -hmm. uh, so that they can say, I actually achieved this and this is what my skill set is now. Everybody right now seems to want some sort of certificate. So when we deliver a machine and we train, we just deliver a machine and train. There hasn't been uh, an extensive amount of training within that. Right. So um by offering this up as something separate, it gives them that um validity behind why they're taking it. Inspect what you
0: expect, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty consistent with what we're doing uh, back here in Ontario and uh, other other provinces that I travel to, um, as far as the training, Zamboni on-site training as we refer to it and some of our listeners uh, might have had the opportunity where I've been present in their facilities, uh, uh, putting on the uh, program with their uh, operators. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Zamboni on-site training to give our audience an understanding of what that looks like and then I'm going to pass it over to you, Chris, to share what your uh, boot camp looks like uh, for your audience out in the Alberta marketplace. For so. Sure. Our our training agenda, what it really looks like is there's a classroom review uh, with a PowerPoint presentation. Um, we cover off a lot in that PowerPoint presentation um, from uh, proper PPE safety, proper operation of the machine. We involve videos uh, on the PowerPoint presentation uh, as far as our, our conditioner maintenance video and understanding the proper uh, process for down pressure, how to evaluate proper down pressure, uh, schematics of a circle check. We involve all these different things uh, within the classroom review and PowerPoint presentation. From that point, uh, we actually take it uh, to the practical side. So usually, that uh, environment of the classroom takes roughly an hour and a half, depending on how big the group is, and then, of course, you get a lot of Q&A involved in that. So it can be an hour and a half to two hours, and from there, we go practical, as I said, and take it down to the uh, Zamboni room, where at that point, I, I kind of uh, take what I spoke about in the PowerPoint and start demonstrating and allowing the audience, the operators to uh, participate in this process. Uh, because having an understanding, the audience, what they actually do, and what they've just seen in a PowerPoint or where to discuss with them, trying to see where where that synergy is occurring, where there's areas that perhaps are missed. And even for myself, a lot of things that I know today, I learned from operators out in the industry that have been in the industry short period of time, tenure, or long period of time. So it's a give and take, if you will. So in the practicality, we get into facility equipment, uh, including a full walk around, understanding a proper a facility uh, system checklist, a circle check on their specific machine, because every facility will have a different machine. We actually break our circle checks down to the actual machine, whether it be fossil fuel or it could be an electric and a AC machine or even a lithium-ion machine. Um, we do pre-operation practices. We Then we get into the blade changing process, which you know, Chris, I've shown you many times, part one in the back room, part two in the ice. We take it into ice maintenance. Um, and demonstrating cross-cuttings, figure eights, uh, proper ice maintenance that uh, needs to be taking place in the, uh, in the facility by their operators. And then even edging, ice edging, understanding ice edging, understanding how to feather the machine back after you edge. All these components that you, I know, Chris, uh, engage with your uh, customer base on a daily basis when you're out delivering machines, as well as I do and our other distributors throughout, uh, throughout our distribution network actually uh, uh, take place uh, utilizing that as well. So that is kind of a, uh, if you will, a 10,000 foot uh, synopsis of what Zamboni on-site training looks like. Maybe, Chris, now you can share with the audience out in your uh, marketplace uh, what uh, Zamboni training, uh, the boot camp training, looks like uh, for your audience.
1: Um, for sure. Like right now
0: for us, we
1: don't have the um, availability, I guess. When we deliver a machine, we only get a short window. So in that short window, we have an opportunity to talk about the machine. We have an opportunity to actually you know, do the 360 walk around, change the blade. We don't get the advantage of actually getting on the ice in some of these facilities. So again, um, it had to be redeveloped from our perspective that we need to actually be in somebody's facility longer than, say, four hours. And they have to give us that ability so right. and for us um, right now the industry has changed so much it's changed so much to the point now where we have individuals who are starting these roles and they have only seen a machine for the first time that day so i had to take a step back and go well i used to be a manager how do i want to see or make it easier for some of these managers currently who are getting these into their these employees into their uh, municipalities and what they have to do to get somebody on these machines and expect them to all of a sudden overnight be uh, drivers. So essentially for this breakdown of the boot camp, there is going to be a lot more talking point, um, say the first day. So the first day, again, we want to actually understand the machines and how they work, not just here's the Zamboni kind of um, easy breakdown. We actually want to get in depth. This is what this machine is and this is what it's intended to do. Because, you know, some of the things that we find through in the industry, everybody does is, um, well, the competition does this, competition does that. And from my perspective is, is that's great for the competition, but these machines were built for a specific reason. And these are what they're there for. Um, once we get through the one, 101, then we go into a 360 walk around. So it's actually, as you mentioned, walking around the, the equipment, but we won't do that initially. We'll actually talk about it. So we'll have the talking points first um, just to kind of discuss why we're actually looking at things before we go to the machine. Uh, and then the maintenance, the importance of maintenance, you know, we are a distributor. We also service the machines. And one of the things that uh, I struggle with is, is we're we're maintaining pieces on these equipment for no reason. Like there's just, certain items on here that are super simple for the individual to look after and we're seeing it in our shop and we're getting phone calls when all of a sudden they're wondering well why am i fixing this why am i fixing that Um, so we kind of talk about those things and then the emergency shutdown procedure Um, having gone into a lot of these facilities i've asked the question you know do you remember your shutdown procedure and a lot of the times it's usually that guy with the big welding truck who wants to brag and peacock and drive his truck in and say, I can pull this machine out the ice. Don't you worry, I got this. And then when we actually look at how easy it is to do the emergency shutdown, light bulbs go off and then right down to the blade change. So the whole proper procedures, of uh, blade change. One of the other things that we're finding here as well is um, blade angle and I'm talking the edge of the blade. So we have certain individuals here that are sharpening blades to the competition's angle and don't understand why they would get chatter on the ice or don't understand why it's starting to wave because all of a sudden, you know, I'm turning the blade down, but it's just not cutting properly. So that's one of the first questions I ask: What's the angle of your blade? And then the day two portion of it is actually uh, taking them out onto the ice, actually standing on the ice and actually having the conversation. Uh, Because again, a lot of these uh, managers expect people to hop on a machine, go. And then all of a sudden, a line gets taken out or they've added too much water or just something. So we actually go stand out on the ice. And this is what I've been doing during a lot of the trainings, is we stand out on the ice, we actually talk. We look at the lines, we look at the corners, we look at the bottom of the boards, and we discuss um, why do you only see this much puck board versus this much puck board? Why do you think your corners are high? And we talk about, you know, the basics of where do you play hockey? And I usually get the blinders of well, what do you mean? I'm like, where do you actually play hockey? And as soon as we talk about hockey's played in the middle of the rink, not in the corners, not along the boards, it's played in the middle. So here's here's what's happening: you guys are driving your slowest speeds on the edge, your fastest speeds in the middle. Why? So that's breaking that down. And then the ice in the Zamboni 101. Uh, Just basically how to operate, like when do you utilize the techniques when you're actually on the ice? When you drop your conditioner? When do you start lowering your blade, turning your water on, your wash water? When do you turn your board brush on? Those types of things, you know, feathering your edge versus just taking a straight 90 off the edge and then kind of cut that out all the time. And then um, with the on-ice training, it's essentially just getting them to understand uh, those proper techniques, their proper speeds, water to blade ratio. And then we'll talk about basic ice maintenance. And then from there, we'll learn uh, Edger, just as you mentioned as well, Edger, how to operate an Edger. You know, we get the confusion of a power Edger, gasoline, versus the electric EZ3. Everybody wants to use the EZ3 like they do a gas power Edger. They're designed differently, they work differently. So it's getting them to understand the importance of why do you edge every night versus why would you edge every week. And that's kind of the breakdown of uh, the two day course. Um, The big thing for us is as the managers are trying to teach their operators, especially the new guys, um, they're on a time limit and their bosses are expecting these guys to hop on this equipment and learn fast. And then all of a sudden you're having breakdowns without truly understanding until the breakdown happens and then the manager's going, well, why did you do that? And then the other purpose is because there's been such a change in the industry, you have, say, a five-year operator who's now in charge and who's to say or what's to say that either what he's doing is right or what he's doing is wrong. We're never out there to point out what's not right and what is right. It's just basically to give them guidance. to kind of show them and bring, strip it right down to say, okay, have you thought of these techniques? Have you thought of
0: this when you're actually on the machine? Yeah, good point. It's like instilling best practices or adding to what they're already presently doing within their operation or their SOP. Yeah interesting so
1: yeah and and for me like right now uh it was a bit of a selfish thing because again because i have come from the background over 30 plus years of actually operating i started my first 10 years on a tractor mount uh zamboni and i swear my first year year and a half i actually spent laying down on the ice while my manager was actually driving that machine around and watching Everything he did, because again, it, that's one of the harder machines to learn on because you don't see what's happening behind that unit. You just know what the flow of snow and you're hoping the water ratio is right. So I just sat there and I watched every movement he made to the point where we got into the self-propelled. And then basically, every like I tell everybody else, you have nothing but time. You have the luxury of time when nobody's inside your facility, hop on that machine, get out on, on the ice, learn what it can do. Just make sure you fix <laughs> what you've done um, but just learn what it can do. I said you'll be surprised when you see if you've done too much blade, not enough blade. If you've done too much water, not enough, because it shows right
0: away. Yeah, that's you know that's that's a good lead into the topic uh, for our audience to have an understanding. You know what, and I'm sure Chris, you've identified this. We've actually talked about this many times. An operator or a driver, there is a difference, but uh, we'll yeah. sit in that seat no matter how long their tenure is, and have uh, without having all the technology. That that's available today, such as Fast Ice, uh, speed-related uh, water system, advanced water system, or Level Ice, uh, two-dimensional, two-dimensional machine control. So without that technology, they're they're in the traditional mode, using their uh, uh, flood water valve and wash water valve, and their hand crank uh, to uh, create pitch and turn the blade up and up and down depending on how much they wanna cut. What I've identified in uh, throughout this whole training process that we've uh, initiated back in 2017, is that even with long tenured individuals that have been driving the machine a long time, everyone that I've spoken to or I've seen, they always relate how much I've cut based on what goes in the snow tank. And I've said to these people many times, that's a good evaluation. I I can understand where you're coming from, but do you really know how much ice you are actually cutting? Because what they forget, sometimes overlook, is the fact of based on the uh, programming and the user group previous uh, to the flood, there's a lot of surface snow uh, uh, that's sitting on that ice. So they have to take into consideration not only what's sitting on top of the uh, surface as far as uh, surface snow from previous user group, but also the ice itself that they're cutting in the four procedure process that's been around since 1949. What do we do? We cut first, we convey, then we wash, then we uh, uh, flood uh, the ice. Where I was going with this is with the operators putting that hand crank in their hand and actually turning the clock, uh, the hand crank clockwise, let's say they go 180 or 360, how much are they actually cutting? And a lot of operators really don't know. They base it on what they see at the end result based on what goes in the snow tank. So audience, where I'm going with this is we actually have it broken down by our engineering department based on the width of your blade. How many clockwise turns with a hand crank are you actually cutting? I'll give you a prime example for the audience, a five inch blade. If they were actually setting their blade at what we call a zero, cut where they're not cutting anything and then actually turn the the hand crank clockwise down once, they're actually cutting 0.02 of an inch. What's that mean to the operator? Well, basically 0.12 of an inch is the worst case scenario rut uh, on an ice surface or an eighth of an inch. At 0.02, you know, at least you're getting a sixth of that rut out. So you can really uh, identify based on the conditions of the ice. What am I doing with my hand crank? When I bring the blade down, how much am I cutting? How much of the rut am I still leaving? Because here's the whole thing, and it goes back to to our founder, Uh, we're we're in the business of selling ice, that's what our customers are doing. We wanna be able to give the best ice possible possible to the next user group. And by the operator understanding when they put their hand on the hand crank and start cutting ice, how much are they actually cutting? So this is where uh, our zamboni on on-site training and boot camp take uh, place and allowing uh, management to have their operators really and truly understand what's going on with that machine. What am I leaving for our our, uh, our next user group when we're actually doing a flood out there?
1: Absolutely. And it this gives everybody a fair a fair kick at um, what they're actually seeing when they're out there, because again, everybody who's coming in for the first time, sitting on these machines for the first time, you know, it's intimidating. Um, I get operators who are used to 500 series their whole career and then they see a 400 series and, and they're actually physically worried because they're like, this is completely new to me. And then once we go through the procedure and we get them on the ice, they're like, oh, this is really no different. And I'm like, nope, there's only a couple little controls on the system that are different, but it still operates the same way. So um, there are so many little things, and you're right. You get some of these 10-year uh, operators out there that uh, you can actually—you're quite surprised when either you learn something yourself from them at a 10-year, or you know you show them something for the first time, and they're like, "Oh, wow! Didn't realize that." And right there, that's a win. And you know, I've even had some 30-year operators where I kind of walked in and said, "You know, there isn't really much I'm going to be able to talk towards because, again, we've got the same history." but let's go through it. We go through, um, the basics and at the end of it, they're like, wow, I actually learned something. But again, going back to the whole boot camp situation, we've got some of these people right now that have seen machine for the first time. And that's why I keep saying, let's give them a fair, fair chance instead of just throwing them up and saying, here you go and walk away.
0: Yeah. And how, how, um, uh, As far as the training that we provide now, the Zamboni and our dealer distributorship uh, uh, provides, how timely this is and I'll speak of the Ontario marketplace uh, with the municipalities in Ontario. The Parks and Recreation Division of most municipalities, they're saying within the next five years, 27% uh, of those uh, staff will be retiring. training. Where's that training coming from? Where's that succession planning coming from? Well, we're here to help our customers out uh, across the board, to be able to assist in whatever their best practices and SOP is, to be able to enhance what they have, along with our industry leaders and our associations, such as uh, for you out in, in Alberta, Chris, uh, with your association, and also here in Ontario with uh, OR, ORFA and John Milton will appreciate it, gave the right acronym on that that one. <laughs> Anyways, that being said, um, yeah, we do. We uh, continue to assist and build uh, upon the best practices and SOPs for municipalities so that uh, their operators are working safely, utilizing the proper PPE, operating the machine in the proper manner and delivering the best quality ice because that's what they're selling to their user groups on a daily basis. Well, it also sends a big message straight across the board, too, because again, when we as a distributor who
1: represent the manufacturer is, you know, taking the time like this and actually spending it with the operator and giving them the tools that they need in order to operate this uh, equipment successfully, and then talking about how we can help them, uh, especially when it comes to the maintenance of their machine, because again, you know, everybody in the industry, as soon as something goes wrong, they right away want to blame the equipment and it's starting to start to get them to think about why something might have happened when they were on the ice. What did they miss? What step was it? What were they doing? So it's getting them to actually start to think about the questions before they phone us as a distributor, say, I need you to fix my machine. So it's kind of like taking it a step back and saying, okay, let's walk through the process. What happened during that time? And then they go, oh, oops, I forgot this. So again, it's trying to bring back and that's something, you know, and and I'm not going to knock the competition because again, the competition has their ways of doing things, but I'm just trying to put us that much further because we want to be
0: there for them. We want to make sure that they're set up for success. Yeah, no question. No question. And at the end of the day, um, all our customers, uh, whether it's our customer or competition's uh, uh, customer, it's uh, best practices and doing the best for the industry so that everyone uh, is, uh, again, uh, as you indicated and and myself, um, uh, operating these machines safely proper PPE and uh, and given the best product they possibly can you know you touched on something there Chris uh, that's where we even take it a step further for our listeners to understand our uh, our training that we provide talking about uh, machine maintenance uh, one of the things that uh, we we build upon is supplying that that knowledge to our operators so that if something is to uh, go wrong with the machine, they have an understanding how to troubleshoot properly so that if they're not the ones maintaining the machine and main, uh, from a maintenance standpoint, and it's a fleet department, there's a communication, the gap is not as big between operations and fleet when uh, something would happen uh, with the machine. Uh, specifically, let's talk about wavy ice. I mean, a lot of a lot of the times the operator will go, I have wavy ice, must be something wrong with my blade or my blade holder. But there's so many things involved that could make that happen with their with the uh, product they're trying to deliver to the user group. Part of our training is allowing them to take that troubleshooting scope, being a very wide scope, and narrowing it down so that when they have to communicate with the uh, maintenance of the machine to, say, their fleet department, there's a better understanding um, so, they're not throwing darts uh, at a, at a yeah, dartboard in a dark room with a blindfold on. They're more understanding of the machine and what's going on. Where I take this to is a blade setup and maintenance of, of, of our uh, machines. I've seen. I can't can't even count the amount of different ways I've seen how a blade is set up on our machines. And um, I believe the way we demonstrate it, the way we show it's executed properly. When it is, the uh, quality of the product uh, delivered to the customer group, the user group is certainly superior. So that's one of the things we spend time on. I know you do, Chris, uh, as well as I. Um, with our uh, on-site training, uh, allowing the operators to properly change the blade, even putting the blade on, taking the old blade off, how to do proper maintenance on the blade holder, all these things that are so important to the performance of our uh, of our machines when they're being used by the operators. Absolutely. Even when we drop off a machine, um, one of
1: the first questions they ask us, so are you going to hop on and drive it? And I asked them, I said, what are you going to benefit from me hopping on that machine right now and driving it around the ice? I said, if you're going to just stand there and watch me, what do you know what I'm doing with the uh, blade control? What are you going to know what I'm doing with the water control? How do you know what my speeds are? I'm like, it's easier if we stand here and talk about it, than I get you on the machine with me. And then we drive and get you to be comfortable with it. Right. Um, same thing. It's uh, the tire pressures, getting people to understand tire pressures is uh, one that, you know, we still get challenged on changing the tire size, you know, everybody's like, well, tire size is a tire size. And it's like when you start comparing manufacturer to manufacturer, tire size is not tire size. So when people start changing the tires on their machines, we ask the question, what are you running? Again, they don't have to buy our tires, they can buy a tire as long as they match them up. And then we talk about the pressures, and then the importance of the down pressure to the tire ratio, because it all plays together right so um every little thing that we can push out there uh, just to get people to understand that at the end of the day
0: there's a reason why this machine was built the way it was built right and uh, to our listener group, uh, purchasing a new machine from uh, Zamboni or through our distributor IMI or any of our distributor dealers, this is this is an added value uh, service that we provide at free of cost. So uh, I know that Chris uh, certainly delivers it uh, to the uh, Albertan uh, customers, as all our distributors do, as I do in Ontario. So take advantage of this. One of the things we do even prior to the machine being delivered, and I think, uh, Chris, you've instituted instituted this into your program, Um, we'll send out an evaluation form for the actual uh, management uh, to complete on the operator. So, we understand the operators prior to even walking into the building. We know their tenure, we know their experience on a machine, Um, uh, even if they've had any experience from zero driving seat time of any ice resurfacer to the amount of years they've been uh, driving. So the benefit to us is going in so that we understand our audience, understand the user group and and curtail, if you will, our presentation based on the group that's in front of us, which is really critical. I mean, I, I, I can go into an arena that takes uh, ownership of a new machine and have 10 guys or ladies that had 10 plus years. Um, will I put everything in that presentation that I would with uh, a facility that maybe has Ten brand new people? No, I would change it up a bit. So we do have the versatility in our in our training to be able to adapt to what the audience uh, experience is, and making sure that we keep everyone in check so that uh, we're not losing people to uh, let's call it boredom, if you will. At the end of the day, um, we want to have them involved in this process, in this training process. So we do play. We do have a plan in place uh, for our audience, our listeners that are wanting to have the boot camp training or the Zamboni outside training here in Ontario. Um, Take advantage of it. It's definitely uh, uh, it's been a success for us. And can't uh, count how many times uh, people have come back to me after the fact and said, Marty and Chris, you uh, uh, made mention of this as well. Um, even people with long tenure, how much they've learned in that uh, uh, full or two day uh, session. That even. They, they thought they knew, but, they, you know, they learned something new. So it's a win-win at the end of the day for all parties involved. And uh, that's what we call added value and uh, going above and beyond so that uh, our customers uh, will not only uh, see the value in what they're, uh, what they're using, but see the value and how they're using it uh, based on the training we provide.
1: And you know what, you actually hit a really good spot there, too, because that's that is absolutely right. When we actually reach out to the customer before we deliver machine, trying to get that uh, notification of what we're actually going into one year, two year, 10 year, 20 year. Um, I'm actually very surprised right now with this by rebranding it as a boot camp, the amount of um, even seasoned operators, 25 year plus seasoned operators are like, wow, I might actually want to take this as a refresher. But it's also um, taking it to that perspective of maybe they might learn something as well. You know, it, It's not to toot our horn or to toot who we are as well, but it's, it, it might just be something for them to find a different way of actually presenting it to themselves when they're actually hiring new staff. Because again, you, you start to develop that uh, Charlie Brown teacher aspect you get a new employee, he hops on the machine, gets off. He hops on the machine, he gets off. All of a sudden you hear, wah, wah, because they don't want to listen to what's going on anymore. So you get a fresh perspective in kind of walking him through the whole process. But then you get a manager in there who's been doing this for 20 plus years, all of a sudden might see there's a different way of um, approaching this to get somebody to actually understand and learn. And one of the other things that we get to talk about during this whole process too is some of the options, right? We have the Zamboni Connect, we have the fast Ice, we have the level Ice. The benefits of why you would use uh, Zamboni Connect, especially with new operators, because it is a training tool and where technology is today and how they understand it versus some of us old guys who are like, eh, I can do it. And then talking of why, why would you need level Ice? Because you get some of these seasoned operators are like, well, level Ice, really? I mean, I know what I'm doing with that blade and I challenge every single seasoned operator, I'm like, you know what's happening by the look of the line, but there's a lot of white real estate in between that line. You're assuming that in between that line, everything is level. You're just judging it by what you can see on the line. You know, it kind of goes, well, yeah, you know what, you're right. And then the fast ice just speaks for itself. But, you know, those are some of the minor things that we would talk about within this, but it, again, it's it's something that gets people thinking, hey, I didn't realize that we can do this. Um, just getting them on the ice is enough. Again, we offer um, through the AARFP here in Alberta, um, the Zamboni uh, training camp. But what I found with that one was, again, we're getting first, second, third-year operators who are showing up and their hope is to get on the ice. Unfortunately, there's just not enough time. So we do as much as we can in that uh, small window that we have and they
0: walk away going, holy, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and uh, time is of the essence and great lead into uh, talking about, unfortunately, what we're going through right now during uh, COVID-19, there is a lot of time available. Uh, there are arenas that are opening and uh, maybe don't have the programming uh, and rentals uh, that are uh, wouldn't normally have. So, I, I put this out to our listeners. Take advantage of uh, of the uh, Zamboni uh, Boot Camp training that's available in the Alberta market and, uh, <clears throat> sorry, reach out to uh, Chris Fish, our Account Manager for Industrial Machine or interview any, uh, any of our listeners with their distributors uh, this uh, this training is available anywhere And I strongly recommend if you have uh, open ice, uh, which in in the circumstances that we're living in today, you probably do, be more than happy to uh, reach out to you folks, talk to you folks and and set up a time to come in and do training with your operators, if uh, if that's available on on, uh, your side of the table. Hey, Chris, I want to thank you uh, for spending the time with me today and sharing some of the uh, Zamboni Bootcamp that you're uh, putting out there in the Alberta marketplace. Anything you want to add to the program that we're talking about today before we uh, uh, bring it to a close?
1: Uh, no, I think it's pretty much right now. Um, it's speaking for itself. The, uh, Alberta seems to be wanting to jump on board with this training. Um, it was something that I got a lot of, you know, thank yous from a lot of uh, managers, directors saying, thank you. We really needed to see something like this right now. Um, so at this
0: point, it's just a matter of getting it out there and let's get some operators back. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's uh, great feedback. Well, listen again, Chris, thanks for spending the time with me today. I know uh, you have a busy schedule as well. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to another episode of Ask the Zamboni Experts uh, podcast. I have a question for one of our experts, or an idea for a future episode. Please email your questions or request to info at zamboni.com for more information or additional podcast episodes, please visit zamboni.com podcasts or search Ask the Zamboni Experts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. This is Marty Elliott, your host, wishing you a nice day.